Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey. And joining me today, I've got a guy who does uh, booking and promotion. Uh, he's a show guy, uh, if you will. Um, he does he does the booking, booking at uh, the Captain Pabst uh, Pilot House, formerly known as the Pabst Brewery and Taproom. Um, been in the scene for a while. Excited to talk to him a little bit about uh, Milwaukee music and uh, what he does and why he does it. So thank you for joining me, Bijou. Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing, Ben? Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, just had a, a cup of coffee. Give me a little pick-me-up because it's that time of afternoon. I feel um, good. <laughs> yeah, but I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Just uh, got the day off. So I'm gonna relax, chill. I'm gonna go grab some dinner with some buddies over at uh, Egg and Flour and then get that meatball sub. Oh, what a great place. I actually just had Adam on the show last week. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah Adam's dope. He's super cool. Big shout out to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I need to get back over there sometime soon because I've still only eaten there, had it once, but it's oh. like now that it you know, I gave the dude a platform to speak about it and everything. It's like, I need to like, you know, actually like patronize him more. Um, but such a great place though. Um, yeah, you know, it, it really is. And you know, the funny thing is like, uh, I moved to Bayview earlier this summer uh, in June. Uh, and so I, I've hung out in Bayview quite a, a bit. I love Bayview, Walker's Point and then Bayview. It's been my, like my jam. So. Um, but being like here now, I'm taking like, you know, the sidewalks and walking around and like, you know, egg and flour and stuff. And it's like one of those things, man, like I don't really go out for pasta, but I will there, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, I don't know something going on with pasta. It's kind of like, I can make it right <laughs> you exactly. know, for this price. But like, uh, but you go there, you're like, I can't make that. That's mm. why I go there. <laughs> That's such a good way to put it. It's like, yeah, this stuff is made from scratch, you know, yeah. like I, anyone could, you know, like boil some water, throw some noodles in it and, uh, you know, do what they want with that. But to actually like eat like artisanal, like, you know, handcrafted pasta made a business around right. like an yeah. egg and flour, you can't do that anywhere else. Right. And I do like the fact that they are like, you know, you still go in, they're all pretty, uh, they're pretty stoked on the fact that like, they're still making pasta, you know, like everyone's like super excited. Like, and it's like, that's that vibe just gives it, uh, it's just the extra feel. And I kind of like that about them. So every time I go in, it's just kind of, it's, 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 you know, high fives all around. So. Oh yes. Lots of <laughs> so great energy. That is my plan of the night. And then probably watching TV. Fantastic. There you go, man. Yeah, I, uh, I, this past, uh, since quarantine, um, you know, I've been living on unemployment and with like all my unemployment money, I wanted to just start going out to eat to places that have been on my list, uh, for a while. And a lot of those places have been in Bayview. So I've been eating right. in Bayview, some of the best food the town has to offer. We're uh, talking good kind of. Yeah, uh, owns good kind, or he's one of the owners with uh, Chef Paul. Like, I mean, dude, good kind is just one of the best burgers I've ever had in my entire life. 
we were trying, you know, it's funny. We were trying to do my, a couple of friends of mine. We we're trying to do their burger night every Tuesday. And I, you just couldn't. Cause it was just like, I just can't eat that. Like, like it's just, they're so good. And this is, I just can't eat. I just don't want to have a burger every week. <laughs> I yeah. do, but I can't. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, do, and I do remember my buddy, Steve, uh, my buddy, Steve Gilberson, and we all got a burger and we all took a bite at the same time. This is the first time being at Good Kind to have on their burger night. And we took a bite and it exploded in your mouth. And we're like, dude, this is the best fucking thing I ever had. <laughs> and then like, I just remember Steve, like he finished his burger and he goes, I'm fucking pissed. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. That's actually exactly how I felt because um, I went there with Alan and Pat actually, and oh, uh, yeah, um, and like so we went for the burgers and um, yeah, I tried the I tried it and with like the uh, with the fries, which are also really good too, oh, and. Uh, but after I was done with that, I'm like, I could have eaten two of these, yeah. you know? <laughs> i tell you one, one thing. So, like, you know, it's a good thing. Like, it's, it's good to have restaurants, like, in Milwaukee that are fucking, like, are, are amazing. But it's also, it's also funny when you, like, go to places and you're like, well, I have to get this. <laughs> like, like, I'm going to get this no matter what. But then I'm also get something else. But, like, so a good kind is, like, they're, uh, they're uh, oyster mushrooms on the appetizer. And like BJ's little brother, like uh, he's a vegetarian, and like, he orders two orders of that, and that's his meal, which is oh, you double yeah. order appetizers for a meal. That's that's amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That's I feel that that's that's a good point. It's like you know you want to go to like you want to try what they're known for, you know what gets like so raved about, but then it's like oh well, there's so many other options that are also definitely worth it. Like, and especially for like someone who, like me, like I eat just mass quantities. So like, I like to get several things. Usually like when I'm trying a new place, I try to like get, you know, two or three things off the menu. So this summer I also tried Vanguard for the first time. Oh yeah. And uh, at Vanguard, you know, you like, yes, like I got the duck brat, but I also got the, um, like the uh, poutine, uh, with like the the with the mushrooms on it, and then I got we also got what else um, the buffalo tofu, <laughs> and that was so good, man. I I just I can't get enough of that. We uh, uh, I remember I don't know if you ever been to Thai barbecue over on like 35th and National. Oh, I haven't. And, uh, it, it was like that little, that's like Silver City, right? And like that little area is like, yo, I started going to Thai barbecue and then one day it was closed and I looked across the street and VTN Noodles was open. So I went to VTN Noodles and that place was awesome. And then this uh, place next to Thai barbecue uh, right on the corner was a place called Bamboo that opened. And so then I just, I just went to those places and this, this, all three of those places are fantastic. Well, Thai barbecue, they, uh, uh, the first time I went there, I went with my buddy and we get there and they give our menus. And I'm like, just like how you're like, I ordered, like I opened the menu and it's pictures. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's pictures. Like, I want that. <laughs> yeah. I want that. I want that. And I'm like, all right, bear with me. I'm going to order like a lot of food. 
I just want to try it. <laughs> so, but yeah. They, I yeah, that's I what they get you with the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the pictures and it's the appetizers. Like, oh, tired sausage. I never tried that. I should probably try that. Uh, you know, I'm all, I, like, you know, I've always been about like trying different stuff, especially like touring and stuff all over the world and stuff. I, like, I was always the guinea pig. Like, you should try that. I'm like, I'll try it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's since I mean, I'm here. When in Rome, bro. <laughs> ex exactly, man. Like, totally. I'm similar to you. Like, I'm a very food oriented person. So, you know, if we're in the city to get something that like is like central to that city or that culture, or whatever like tradition. Yeah, you best know we're gonna enjoy that while we're there. Like. A month ago, I was in St. Louis, and uh, big Cajun uh, inspirations down there. You know, it's like a it's a city in the Midwest with a southern feel. So we went to a seafood bar, and I tried like fried alligator and oyster Rockefeller. Blackened? Oh my god, it was gator bites, dude! Oh my god, this is so good. You know, like there was a place here. I I, I wanted to say it was maybe Palomino or not, but they had gator bites. So, some 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 baby, mm -hmm. and I was like, I can't. I have to have it in Louisiana. <laughs> like for the first time, I'm gonna have gator bites. I'm gonna have to have, have it in Louisiana, and I did. And I actually went by myself, like uh, some somewhere off Bourbon, and like uh, went to this restaurant and just ordered a black and gator bites, and like my God, so good. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, man. That's gator is like I think I can't have it. It's it's one of those meats where like I can't have it more often than I do because then like I won't get so excited yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not really on that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, um, usually we could talk food all day, but Good. what we're here to talk about, <laughs> we we talk love and fear. We talk love and fear, passion and creativity. Um, I'm Mr. Nice Guy. And, uh, you know, you've been a friend of the show for a while. You know, we, I would always see you when I'd come cover shows at yes. uh, the old Paps Brewery. And, uh, you know, um, yeah, I know that you've been a, a, a uh, an ally, if you will, of breaking and entering for a long time. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a really cool thing you guys got going on. Especially, it just you know, for me, it works out perfect because it's like like, I can use my platform, you know, for you guys and vice versa, and we, we just work together, and it's kind of fun because we're all good friends. And I so I'm like, hey, I got this idea. Cool, let's do it. Yeah. You know, yeah. like that's I I can't ask for anything more. You know, synergy. Yeah. Synergy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. And I've seen some of the best shows uh, since covering shows I've seen at the Paps Tap Room, like, or now Captain Paps Pilot House. Like, I, the light display is uh, second to none in the city. It's uh, everyone I've, like, that plays there always has a great time because, you know, the beer is obviously really good, but, you know, so is the sound and so is the whole atmosphere. Too, like, you know, when I when I was approached about doing uh, doing a, a book, booking and working for Paps over there, um, you know, like it wasn't a hard sell. Like you're like, like, hey, do you want to play this really cool venue like with state of the art like sound uh, and also is the original Paps, you know, like 
they've they brewed paps the original paps in the basement this is like you know since uh what is it 18 something i should probably know 1874 or something like that but like uh 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 but you know to, to, who like if you're in a band you never heard paps then you shouldn't be in a band and, and like and i'm like and i just know like from you know the early days of playing like in my early 20s and it's like i'm pretty sure every fridge every house that we played the basement we played there was a, a case of paps like in oh, the yes. fridge like it's just indie rock and paps just go together and like it was and like that being said it was just it, it's uh adam powers who is the gm there uh also in a band he comes from he was doing the booking at the elbow uh, elbow room in chicago who okay. worked at house of blues uh he he is it's his baby and like you know the sound system is his creation and it's like oh let's sit our we got tristan uh tristan wells who is like uh the, the main sound guy he is also uh uh milwaukee symphony orchestra's uh uh front of house engineer so it's like we're going big yeah in a small wow. spot in a very cool spot in a, a very historical spot which is really cool yeah and might i add quite an up-and-coming part of the city where a lot yeah. of really cool businesses have uh opened up shop in the last couple of years and no uh, studios like yeah. a whole type of situation over there i mean it's just it's it, i mean and on top of it it's like it's a forgotten it's a forgotten area and uh, you you look at the area and you're like this is just a cool cool area like the, yeah. the, like those buildings i'm glad i'm glad they kept it. that's because that is so milwaukee right there especially you know if you go to the paps uh you get to see uh, uh um they they have like you know like the uh, uh pictures on the wall have the uh, like old times like you know back back in the day and stuff like that and it's like you can kind of see the city of it and it's like it's 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 neat it's super neat oh yeah yeah it's not to be overlooked for sure especially if you are um you know eager to find uh, you know your new favorite venue in milwaukee like i mean obviously we love cactus club very much shout out to kelsey oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. cactus I, is cactus, you know like mad planet when they're doing shows uh all the all the venues that have been doing shows you know Food and Cracker, Cooperage, all that type of stuff. It's, I just, I like to see that there is more places to do shows. Club G's, you know, like, cause Milwaukee, there's so many good fans. <laughs> yeah, you know? X-Ray too. Um, oh, yeah, X-Ray, yeah, of course. Like, I mean, and and, and it's, it's cool to have spots like in like uh, a Turner, you know, that whole, the Paps Theater, all that stuff. You know, in fact, they were doing like having local bands play, you know, like Mark Soheim has always been just the, a key to music in the city, without a doubt. You know, yeah. but uh, it's, yeah, it's just cool to have different venues that like, cause there's so much different music in Milwaukee and it needs to be spread out, spread out, you know? Yeah. And what I like about, um, what I like about the past house is like how, you know, you guys have uh, catered to every kind of, every dimension of Milwaukee music. Like I've seen every type of show there i've seen you know yeah. the indie rock i've seen hip-hop i've seen like more singer songwriter stuff you know more electronic stuff yeah, um it's me because i'm like there's like all over the place as far as yeah. music. I'm like I'm you have to be music. but i mean that's i mean it's it's kind of fun to be able to be like yo what kind of band do you need 
Right. Maybe, like that, Milwaukee has it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Milwaukee yeah. does have it. It's just you just got to find it. You got to look yeah. for it. So, Bijou. Um, so let's take it back a little bit. Where uh, where did you grow up? Uh, for the most part, like we've seen, like uh, I moved there like in fifth grade, and uh, so we've seen, and uh, um, you know, this is where I started music, and then from there, I just moved to Milwaukee, um, and uh, yeah. Here I am, man. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Tell me about um. Tell me about like kind of when music first really like appeared, presented itself as like something you wanted to get involved in yourself and something you wanted to do. You know what's funny is like, it, uh, so I remember like uh, sixth grade, like fifth, fifth grade, I was really getting into music. Like I was like got some albums I was like really into and like you know I was finding find just finding that spot. I always was into music like you know had the I had Michael Jackson thriller when it came out, you know. Uh like but I just always had music like in my head. But like in fifth grade listening to these this stuff and then sixth grade is when they're like, hey do you want to play an instrument? You know, and I just remember uh uh just being like you know coming home from school and turning on MTV and watching like the top 10 at five, you know, the countdown. And then I would like, I would like set up my parents' ottomans and I'd like, I had like these sticks and I'll try to play drums on them, you know? Yeah. And I go to this, so I go to this like during lunch during sixth grade and they're like, what kind of instrument do you want to play? And I'm like, guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, they're like, you got to take strings. I'm like, oh, okay drums and, I, and I, I didn't think of it I didn't really really think about playing drums but it just came out and I'm like shit and I got home that day and I called my mom at work that was like good news <laughs> bad news uh good news got an instrument bad news and playing drums so okay and, my, and then my sister plays cello so very soothing in the house and then me like you know, yeah, right yeah. yeah so uh quite a contrast Right. And, then, and so then my best friend BJ, uh, BJ from uh, he was in my band Camden. Um, he was in Dustle Bullies and uh, uh, Dramatic Lovers. Um, oh, he was yeah. good kind and Bernhards. He, uh, him and I have investments since fifth grade, and he was always he was like the top choir guy. So him and I always just got together, and just, uh, we were always like into music, listening to music together. And then when it came down to like uh, high school, uh, freshman year, we started a band, and um, uh soon after like his, his bj's bj's cousin played uh he, he uh got a scholarship for uwm soccer and his sweet mates happened to be garin and uh scott from the, the guffs and so he's like oh you should check out my sweet mates band they're called the guffs you know so he brought us up he brought us to this place called the celebrity pub and they turned into the box and now it's vintage on the uh, uh prospect there Oh yeah. So, so we were 15, went into this club and saw the Guffs. Like his cousin snuck us in. And so, and then you met those guys. And uh, and then during high school, they every time they played Racine, they would have us uh, uh, open up for them. You know, like so, which was pretty big because they were pretty they were pretty big at the time. My senior year is when they signed to Atlantic Records, and so we were doing shows with them with, with that. And they took us under their wing. And then uh, after high school, I moved to. Uh, uh, we're, we're pretty, I was, we were really into music and like we we're trying to do a bunch of shows. And then after high school, I moved to uh, Milwaukee and I became an intern for the Guffs, <laughs> working in the office. And then I then they hired me as a drum tech and then I started professionally touring. So that's 
I started touring with them when I was like 19. <laughs> so, and uh, I remember like, like checking drums at the Marcus Amphitheater at 19. It's like, this is cool. I'm gonna, yeah. I, this, this is, I'm, I'm gonna be a music. And then my band started touring and we toured with like Death Cab and like a bunch of Promise Ring, all these different bands all over the country and stuff like that. And that's, you know, just, just that was the beginning of it, man. Like, you know, you, you start in a basement and, and, uh, and, or we did also start in a garage. We did, we, we had a, we had a, uh, our buddy, our good bassist, Ryan Weber, dad had an old Victorian house and the garage was an old like, horse stable. So oh. we played in the, in the, uh, in the loft, which would have been the hay loft. <laughs> and I was, he's like, he's like, he's like, clean it up. You have a practice space, but okay. So we cleaned it out and it was our spot throughout high school or through, yeah, throughout high school. And, uh, yeah, it's so all we did is practice and play music. And here we are. <laughs> still trying to still trying to make it <laughs> yeah yeah aren't we all well so um for those that don't know what was your band at the time uh camden so at that time yeah it was a band called camden uh and like i said we did like quite a few uh u.s tours and uh all this stuff was like all our records uh were recorded by uh chris wall from death cab so we go out to seattle to record um, they, we, we became like some friends of ours, our friend, uh, Carly and Janelle, um, they're like, you, you guys got to play with our friends from Seattle. They're called Death Cab. And it was at Cactus. Old Cactus days when the, the stage was in the corner and they're on their first, uh, record, uh, something about airplanes, I think. And, uh, and that's when we met them. The, our first show was in Milwaukee. And then from then on, like we became really good friends and like, we just, we just really, really like just just homies, they crashed my couch, you know, we crashed on their couch in Seattle. And, uh, you know, Chris Walla wanted to do our record and it's just, you know, we just had fun, <laughs> you know, we, and uh, I do remember the record, uh, we, we went to Seattle to do a full length, uh, I think it was 2000. And it was during, it was, we started recording in Capitol Hill in Seattle, day two of the, day two of the WTO riots that happened in Seattle. I don't know if you remember that, the World Trade Organization. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, so like we were right there, we're like, oh, let's, tell, let's go take a break. Let's go take a smoke break and go outside and like you could just hear tear gas and like, oh, okay, cool. Let's go back inside. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Fun shit. Yeah. That is wild. Um, yeah, like what's been like uh, some of your like favorite cities that you've uh, toured and that you enjoy playing in? Uh, US wise? Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I would say I love, I love, I love Seattle, and I love New Orleans. Um, th those those two cities to me are just totally. They 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 don't they, you don't feel like you're in the U.S. Uh, yeah. They they got their own type of feel, but then also every city does do have that. Like you know, like I say it all the time. Like we live what an hour and a half away from Chicago, and when I go to Chicago, I'm like man, I need to come here more often. It's such a cool city, but then I don't ever go. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Uh, New York is cool. I just can never live in New York. In LA, LA, yeah. Uh, uh, but yes, yeah, like San Francisco is cool. Um, Oakland's real cool. But yeah, Seattle, I love a lot. And New Orleans, it's, just, it's, it's cool feels. Super cool. Yeah, yeah I, I love New Orleans. My sister 
went to college there. So I've been in New Orleans a couple times, but I haven't been to Seattle, although I would love to. Um, it seems like a pretty uh, creatively oriented city, you know, that uh, has a lot of cool stuff going on. feel there, like, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of, you know, like, do you, if you're going to Seattle, you're going to Seattle. You just not happen to be going to, <laughs> like. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so since since the Camden days, um, like, um, did you play in uh, any projects after that? Uh, yeah, I was in a band called Carolina, uh, and that was with uh, Bobby, Bobby Sampson, Bobby Flowers, uh, Dan Hintz, um, mm -hmm. and that was, Dan Hintz was from like uh, the Benjamins, Bobby was just, it was just a photo thing, it was right after Camden. Uh, he, it, it was a more of like a pop, like more of a pop thing. Sure. Um, and uh, they're in a band now called Hello Face. Uh, sure, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so you know, it, 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 it was cool stuff. And we only we played for like a couple of years. We did, yeah, we did some pretty good shows. Solo Cactus Club, Solo Map Planet, stuff like that. Um, you know, uh, and then we just kind of disbanded. And then I ended up, uh, yeah, yeah, just. That's pretty much the last band I was playing. I played in different projects, but that's probably the last band I was in. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Dope. Um, yeah, so Beiju, tell me about when you first really started getting involved in booking. Man, I don't know, dude. I don't, I, it, it, it didn't, it didn't, it, it happened with like just people asking me, but you know, and just me using my resources of being like, well, let me take this and put it here and we'll, do that you know whatever and like uh, um um so it was just like uh like hey i need a place to play all right let me ask somebody and that's how it happened and it just kind of like slowly slowly snowballed into like oh now i got a job like you know and it was like it was like someone being like hey you should do this i think it was that sabbatic when i was a, a bartending uh i started the music there paul h and i did dj paul h and i did and uh we would just, you know, start booking bands and just start having shows here and there. And then, like, uh, then I started working at Tonic, booking some shows there. They wanted me to do some stuff and marketing stuff there. And then from there, um, my buddy uh, Brad, little boy Brad, uh, he was working at Taps, you know, like, and this is like years later, but like, you know, just kind of like, dude, like, I see that you've been booking a lot of stuff and this and that. And like, you know, we're opening this. And this is like, this is what the really cool thing about being in Taps is like, it's, it's a brand new venue. This is like, I'm, we're the first of like really booking this. It's been open for a little bit and doing some shows, but it went from here to going to the next level of being a, a venue. And so they brought me on and, you know, you saw how it was spending the last uh, year and a half, two, two years. And, you know, they've been cranking out and it's been great. You know, this, it's just, I fell into it. And uh, like I guess I just have, I I know a lot of people in Milwaukee. Like uh, I'm a, I have a lot of really good friends that do really cool things. And I guess I'm just the mediator, <laughs> the middle person. So it's like, you know, I'm 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 a, I'm the I'm the connector. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah. That's um, that's a good position to be in. Like being somewhat of like a um, an agent of local music. You know, because people come to you and you find that sort of like you find yourself like becoming like a conduit for people and bands and experiences to all kind of like mesh together. 
Right, right. Yeah, and it's 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 cool because I'm also meeting like you know, it's it's got to a point where I'm meeting people who know me <laughs> that I have not met yet, and it's like, but I'm like, this is great. I uh, you know, especially I mean, that, I put it this way: you guys on on are like a big part of that because it's like, there's this whole other half of people I didn't know because uh you know just I just don't know, and then you guys did and have introduced me, and then we've done shows together with this and. You know, it's just it's all teamwork, and I feel like that's how Milwaukee should be because the other ways haven't been working. So we all pull together, and you know, maybe we'll make something happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Man. Yeah, I've uh, I've experienced that too in the last year, where like people will like know me or like know of me, but or at least they'll know of like the brand, Mister yeah. Nice Guy. Um, but like. It's it's a little intimidating sometimes on it, like not gonna lie, when it's like people know you and the work you do, and uh, you know, like it's exciting when you get to like provide those opportunities for people that are trying to just make something out of nothing here. But it's also like, damn, like like I don't know any of these people, but they like all know me, and it's like, damn, like <laughs> I I did this to myself, I put myself <laughs> out there, you know. Right. I know. I, I mean, I, I kind of do that too. It's like where, well, I, I, I guess one of my things that I do is like, I'll just keep on doing things yeah. and like being like, why am I putting more shit on my plate? <laughs> like, yeah. oh, but yes. it's like also like doing things. So it's like, uh, you know, like just taking on more things. I'm like, oh, why, why, did I, why did I sign on to do this? Uh, well, my fault. I, I I actually brought on to a new situation. Uh, uh, my buddy Kevin Sloan, chef over at uh, the the Rave, at the, uh, the or not the Rave at the um, uh, Paps Theater, uh, in uh, the Riverside. Um, I had an idea with him, and I was talking about him, talking to him about it, and like this is also talking about like how this quarantine thing has been like, like how you have to think out of the out of the box. Then, and so they're doing something now. I can't say what it is because it's going to be blown up soon. But this totally out of the box thing, and like, and it's just like, man, I fucking love this, dude. Like, because I I had this idea, and he's it, he they took it to the next level from what I was. I'm like, I'm actually I'm actually actually really glad that you guys are doing it because I don't need to do this. And it was me doing like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this video and I'm gonna do all this editing and stuff. And then I'm like, I don't need to do that. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't. You feel inclined to say yes. Like you yeah, feel yeah. inclined because. Yeah. Because it sort of falls in tandem with like a lot of the stuff you're already doing, right. but and that's <laughs> yeah, and like I've run into that too, where it's like, oh well, if anything, this just like enhances the work I'm already doing. But then realizing like, oh, now I'm like never free. Like now I like <laughs> don't have like even like one free night. Like, yeah, yeah. so I can do. Wait, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Yeah. I'm free next, uh, nope, next year. <laughs> right, yeah, pretty much, yeah, exactly. Which um, is also funny, too, is that, like, you know, in this game of booking, as you have asked me, you know, I had Goran from the Guffs play. I had him set up with uh, Brett, New Brett Newski um, this last spring. Like, you know, April was like, yeah, I think it was an April show. And then we rebooked it for, like, I think it was October this now. And then I had to rebook it. <laughs> and I was like, when do you want to do the show? And like, uh, Garland's like, how about like October 3rd, 2021? 
Yeah. <laughs> like in a year. <laughs> like, so uh, do you still play um, any music um, yourself anymore these days? Yeah, actually, uh, um, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, uh, co-producing uh, Owen McCarthy from Whiskey the Dam's new record. Um, I played drums on it, uh, a, full, a, full, a full record, recording over with Ryan over at uh, Hi-Fi Studios in River West, which oh, yeah. is a great, great studio. Uh, and he's yeah, it is a great, it's a great facility for sure. I'm, uh, I'm actually, I'm really interested in this record because it's super organic and it's like, it's kind of like, Everyone who came in was on the fly in the studio. <laughs> like none of us heard the songs except for Owen showing us in the studio. And uh, you know, and it was like, all right, like play what you think you should play. <laughs> and so we definitely had a good handful of talented musicians to do that. Uh, but we got a couple more things we gotta do. We gotta finish up with vocals, uh, and a couple of auxiliary type of situations, and uh we should be done. But it's 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 gonna be a cool record that's very uh wholesome and organic and just nothing electronic really <laughs> that's exciting uh yeah. it's gonna be just gritty rock and roll yeah it's it's definitely gonna be just rock and roll it's straight up four chords three chords whatever <laughs> gcd <laughs> hey there you go man uh we'll take all that you can get um, yeah so yeah if so I've been doing that. I've done like some uh, my other uh, our band, Cam my old band Camden. Uh, we do have some like things in the works. I think uh, uh, we we uh, two of the members live in different states, so uh, it's going to be via like you know email type thing. But uh, BJ and I live here, so we can work together. And he's just got a couple handful of songs that are not so much dramatic lovers. But more Camden vibe. So we're like, well, we got nothing else to do. And Ryan Weber, who's in DC, uh, who plays bass, uh, he's he's a he's a, uh, a magician on uh, Pro Tools. So it's like it, it, it's gonna be kind of cool. Like he wants me to record some drums <laughs> on this song that BJ wrote, and uh, uh, and I'm gonna use the bar top. <laughs> so I'm gonna go down. I'm gonna go to the bar. One of the, before it opens and then play drums, just like beating on the bar, and we're gonna use that as a, as a, a drum track for one of these songs. Like so, it's kind of you know why not? Yeah, totally. I mean, if, I mean, if, uh, who cares? Yeah, that costs anything. Have fun. The songs are good. Yeah, yeah. and people will be excited for that. That liked Camden have liked Camden in the past. Like that's always exciting to see. Like. The band doing something even after all these years like yeah yeah 20 years later or whatever you know it's like right shit <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah man well that's cool so, um that being said bijou i mean so you've been in the milwaukee <laughs> music scene for um a long time um needless to say you know you've uh, seen a lot of the ins and outs of it through like the you know the booking process playing and touring and uh, just being um you know having put stock in it for so long I guess, like, I'm kind of interested just, you know, on kind of like a more um, kind of a broader question and also a loaded one, but just like, you know, what do you hope to keep seeing more of in Milwaukee music? Like, what do you hope is going to bring Milwaukee music to the next level? Like, especially as we are looking on the other side of quarantine here, like when shows will become a thing again, like, I'm interested in like what you think, like, 
just what direction you feel like Milwaukee music is going and what it needs right now? I don't know. I, I feel it's, a, it's already a beast. And it's just, it just keeps on pushing and pumping. So uh, I know the musicians I see, you know, my friends on Facebook or whatever, and Instagram, they're still pushing out music and they're still coming out with stuff every day. So I don't think anyone's like sitting back and like nothing's going to happen. I think it's just, you know, I, I think if you're creative, this is the time to start like, like this is, this, this is the window for any ideas are open. It's all new. You know, to me, nothing, I don't feel anything's going to go back to the same. I feel we're just going to live and learn and go bigger, you know, and I think pushing what we consider to be normal. Right, right, exactly. And I feel like, you know, Milwaukee has been, uh, like, uh, like I said, it's been a machine pushing out music and I, I don't see that ever stopping. And I, I, I still see it with the younger kids now that are, you know, come out with these killer songs and this and even they even like you know friends that are like you know uh my age or older they're still pushing out music you know my friends who are like you know i like them back in when and they're coming out with new stuff and it's just like dude you just got it if you got it you got it it's in your blood and i feel is that gonna stop us <laughs> I yeah mean, yeah it's encouraging to to hear um and i agree like I mean, I obviously have only been doing local music like stuff for only like it's only been two years for me. But um, but yeah, I mean, I guess like just having dove head first into all of it, um, you know. And, and then another thing, too, is like with you guys, you know, breaking an entry and, you know, is that like, you know, do, if I do come up with an idea, you guys come up with an idea. It's like that's the thing. So we don't it, it, it doesn't matter if it's never been done before. I'd rather not be done before. And like, you know, that's the openness that like I can do stuff. I have I have this network in uh this area these areas to do things and you guys have good ideas to make things happen. And that I it's a it's a great relationship and yeah. there'll be a lot more happening as you know in the new near future, especially coming up twenty twenty one. So Yeah, totally. Like and that's what I love about, you know just what we've built like I'm proud of it because you know we've never pigeonholed ourselves and like we've never like you know we've never stuck to what we're comfortable with it's always like thinking a step ahead of like okay like you know because especially because like you know I'm now music director of the site and a, a big thing for me that's important is just like seeing new like seeing like you know just different like styles and variations and uh, you know I don't like to use this word but genres on this on the site more consistently than uh, you know we had when like it was just Alan doing all the writing because he also had has to handle the business side of it the administrative side of it the you know the the booking and every and like he has the radio show and every like Alan just does so much that like he can't just like spearhead every you know every like uh scenes coverage right and And that's that's what i'm yeah but he can't stop that's that's what i'm saying like it's like he's like i have to do all this but i like to do it you know like like, oh man i got so much shit to do but now again i'm like but it's good shit yeah exactly right yeah that's definitely like how we felt is like i i find like there's always there's never a shortage of things to cover on the site like day by day, but 
I get excited about it and like I get excited to listen to what someone like spent the last couple months piecing together and like this is what they've been up to and um that's why like I'm I'm really so happy with how far we've come in just the last year because like now we cover more than we ever have and uh, like even like you know we're covering like the noise scene for example yeah. you know and there's some really awesome stuff coming out of there too um, yeah like i so, said it's, it's all it's uh it's, it's uh all the angles are uh, covered in milwaukee right now and it's kind of cool you know and 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 like proper too not like <laughs> you know it, i haven't come across too many shitty bands i mean they're they're out, they're out there but you know <laughs> there's a lot of good ones though and i, and I, I like that <laughs> yeah. oh yeah most definitely um yeah like um uh, the, the big thing for me that I hope to see more of in this music scene when shows are a thing again is like, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you could attest to this as well. Um, just to see more like mixed genre bills and more, more like uh, integration of like, you know, oh, this band is doing something completely different than this band, but everyone's going to have a good time tonight because like they might come for one band, but walk away from the show. Like, with a new band they love and are gonna like, you know, right? Like listen to their I, stuff. You know? I, I I had he's a, he's a guy named uh, John JB who had a, a past and uh, younger kid, cool kid, bartender. And I played. I had I forget who I had there. And he's like, dude. He's like, dude. That is the second best show I've ever seen. Like, which is, which is I think is a, is a very honest thing to say. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, not the best show. But the second best. But then I'm like, you mean it? And uh, and he and I, he said that to me. And then he ran up to the singer and said that after he got done with the show. And I'm like, that's like him. He's going to work. But then he saw a great show, and that's that's turning heads. You know what I mean? I, and I like that. And uh, yeah, that's what it's about, dude. Oh yeah, man. Well, Bijou, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, we could talk Milwaukee music all day and I, um, I appreciate like, you know, just how invested you've been in the scene for so long and, um, continue to be. And, uh, yeah, I, I look forward to, um, what we have coming up in the future. Um, like the, the big announcement that will be soon to come. I, I look forward to, uh, you know, uh, our, uh, continued, uh, enrichment of local yep. music and what we can do with it. So, um, yep. I'm happy I still have a job in music, so yeah, be, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's the life. So on our way out here, um, Bijou, tell me what keeps you up at night. What keeps me up at night? Yeah. Uh, let's see. What does keep me up at night? <laughs> um, probably uh, I live above a bar, so it's pretty loud. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm. I keep myself up at night. I'm a night owl, man. I'm a, uh, I, I bartend, I play music. I, I go to bed at like two, three. Yeah. So. That, that being said then, uh, what puts you to sleep? Uh, blunt. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Hey, that's a common answer. That is a common <laughs> answer. Yeah, something, a movie. Yeah, relaxing. For me, but, it's uh, I like a good like nightcap, you know, like like a couple beers before bed. Well, 
I'm not a, I'm not a, I mean, yeah, I like drinking and stuff, but I'm not a, I'm not like a, a homebody drinker. Like I don't like sit down on the couch and like, I'm going to have a nice bourbon. I, I just don't ever do that. I'm just like, usually when I'm at home and by myself, I usually drink just water. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. Hey, it's a healthy habit. Uh, we all yeah. got to drink more water. Yeah. I like water. <laughs> Water is dope. <laughs> I like the price. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, um, I've i cut back, but uh, I'm a big LaCroix fan. I drink a lot of sparkling ah. water. You're the second person who said like in like two days. Like someone else posted or something. And they're like, he's like, I drink a lot of LaCroix. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I think it was my buddy Andy, Andy Mitchell. And I'm like, that's really funny, dude. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't in the last like couple months, I haven't really bought it just because like I go through like I would drink like three or four of them a day. So I've like, it's like I just go through it so fast that I'm just trying to like, not uh, spend money on something that's I don't even like, you know, take my time with. So I'll just <laughs> stick with the regular water for now. But Fair enough. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bijou, for being here. Yeah, this, this is really cool, man. I'm glad we were able to do this. Uh, you know, maybe next time we'll do it in person because uh, who knows? But Oh, yeah, we will. Yeah. We'll do it in person, and I know we will have more to talk about in the future. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. More to come for sure. Oh, yeah. For everyone watching, uh, thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy. If oh, uh, What's the uh, best way to contact you? Uh, you can uh, either uh, uh, just probably like Facebook message me and then we'll go from there. I'll send you my email and, uh, um, you know, or you, it's bijou.zimmerman at gmail. Um, and we can go from there, you know, and uh, yeah, that's all Perfect. I can say. Yeah. Cool. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.